Welcome to Dungeons and Dummies, where your imagination's the limit and your guess is as good as ours. My name is Mason. And I'm Nathan. And welcome to Dungeons and Dummies. Today we'll be playing a bit of item shenanigans and the name game. First up, the Magic Gate. Imagine yourself in a world of crypts and castles, of dungeons and dragons, of kings and kobolds. A tyrannical king rules all, and his armies squander the, the resources of the kingdom. As they march, they conquer all, taking new lands for their own, and scouring them of resources. These armies hold one weapon, the magic gate. Now, the magic gate is not the most simple magic item. Um... It seems very simple in design. It's a little like circle sphere. No, it's not a sphere. It's like a it's like a flat plate and you place it on the ground and you press a button on top. And then it opens up into a magic gate. But it's not an actual gate. It's an illusory gate. And with and when the gate opens up when the gate opens up, it makes a it makes a big gate and if the enemy does not realize that it's a gate, or that it's illusionary, and it's an illusion, they will not they will not think that they can go through it. And it just looks like a gate. It looks exactly like a, little, a medieval gate with a fence, and then a doorway, and then the little crosshatch things across it. To make it seem more realistic and less easy to get through. But... Nathan, why does this belong in item shenanigans? Well, to be honest, it's just a wall, but it's a very crazy wall. Because it just can be deployed anywhere you want it to be. Anywhere you want a wall to be, it will be there. Any enemy that you, that you don't want to see, put a wall up. Whatever you want to do with the wall, it's a wall. Do whatever you want with it. But if it's an illusion, can enemies go through it? They can go through it, but most of the time, your enemies are not smart. And if they're not smart, they won't know to go through it. But the smart enemies, they, they might be able to go through. So be prepared for a fight if your enemies are halfway decent in the wisdom department. But what does wisdom have to do with anything? Good question. It certainly is an intelligence. Yeah, here. No. Smart people smart people might know that this seems to be a gate. But wisdom would tell them that you can't make a gate by just pressing a button on a on a circle. And if they think that it's a, and if they think that it's a gate, that's very obvious. It's very obviously a gate already. But if it's an illusion or not, that has to be judged by your wisdom. Cool. Now, I think we're going to move on. Let's go to the name game. And I've got... Alright. Welcome now it's to the name game. And the first one, Dolbeck Boftan. Now, what do you think that sounds like? Dolbeck Boftan. Okay. Boftan. Boff Dan, okay. Six-letter first name normally goes Dwarvish, so... 
And it's not, it's shorter, so I think I'm going to rule out everything except human and dwarf for this. Okay, which one would you like? Um, and then Boff Dan. Uh, ooh. That's very dwarfish, so I'm going to go with dwarfish. Kill dwarf, you're correct. Nice. Yezgwin Sithrath. Now, that sounds like a very long and complicated name, which means it can only belong to a couple of races. Most definitely not a dwarf and not a human. Humans usually have human words in their name. And that sounds like either a dragonborn from the fact that it uses a Y as its first letter or an elf from the fact that the same is long and complicated and yeah. sounds sort of beautiful, like an elf name. I'm going to go elf on this one. You're right. And by the way, this is not rigged. We have no idea what the other person has. This can also help you help you to get to know what sort of character names you might want for your character. Correct. Next one is Hurricane. Wow. Well, okay. It's a one-word name, which is commonly Genasi, but then each Genasi refer name refers to its element, so Pyro for fire and such, or Hydro for water. But hurricanes are made up of two things, typically air and water. But mostly water, so I'm going to go with water genasi. It's actually an air genasi. This close you got the correct race, but wrong subrace. I was going between those two. Fiad Proudshade. Fiad Proudshade? Proudshade. Okay. Now... There are many things that could be, but since the last name sounds like a mix of two words that we as humans know in English, it yeah. sounds like it must be a human name. Am I correct? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you are. I have one for you. Bromley. Okay. Um... Bromley. Jeez. Um. Okay. That sounds oddly gnomish. I'm not going to say it's a gnome yet. But, yeah, actually, I'm going to say it's a gnome. It's actually a Goliath. Ah, I forgot we were playing with Goliaths. <laughs> okay. And your turn? 4AFF94A51. What? D&D Beyond just had an error. I'm sorry. Um, if, you need, if you need me to go again, I can. Yeah, just go again. Okay. And then I'll do two. Norfir Iathrana. Uh, Iath... I'm just gonna start with the last name. Iathrana. Sounds... Oddly exotic, so I'm going to say it's a mixture of Elven and Dragonborn. Or Dragonborn. And then, Dragonborns typically have the I-A in their name. So I'm going to say a Dragonborn. It's actually an Elderin Elf. I'm doing really good at this today. 
<laughs> I mean, you're, you're narrowing it down to one of the two. Yeah. You're going to guess this immediately. Fuego. What? Fuego. Well, fuego is a term that has to do with fire, so I'm just going to say fire genasi right off the bat. Nope. Really? Yeah, it's a fire genasi. Oh, okay, like, good. What else would it be? Exactly. I believe you were going twice? Yeah. an error message? Yeah. God, okay. I only get like five races. You get so many. Sarrake Firahel. Sarrake Firahel. Well, it at, at the very least, it has two names, so it's definitely not... Uh, and it's definitely not one of the less less intelligent races. I'm not going to say less intelligent. One of the less the complicated less, races, the, I guess. The wor the races with less words in their name. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, it most, but it also that also probably means. Well, just to simplify, it's not a Goliath. It's not a fire genasi or water genasi or just a genasi. I guess. Yeah. It's not one of those. It's probably it's not other stuff too. It doesn't. It, it, none of its name involves a human word at all. Any word in English or in common or anything like that. So Speaking it's of, um, human. common is the universal language of D&D, just to pop that in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. So, this is very clearly not English or common. None of the, none of the words that humans use in these universes as normal words. Yeah. So it's gotta be something like elf, dwarf, or dragonborn. Yeah. But I think I'm gonna go with a dwarf on this one. High elf. High elf, interesting. Yeah. All right. I have, I have one for you if you want it. One yeah, let's more. just do one more each. Okay. Farnan Ironifa. Farnan Ironifa? Yeah? Yep, yep. Farnan Ironifa. With a PH instead of an F. Oh, um. Just immediately narrowing it down, it's some sort of elf. Okay. Do you want to try and guess subrace? I want to say what elf, but I don't think so. What do you think it is? Eladra, kinda. Actually, it's a high elf. The thing is, subrace, the names of it's races don't actually connect between subrace. Yeah. There really there's is. Also no some races that use, there's also some races that use names from a different race. Oh my god, this is the worst. Oh no, god. No offense to the actual owner of this name, but it's the worst. Take a long, hard think about this one. Liquid. It's a water genasi. No. <laughs> Can't be. <laughs> yeah. No, it's obviously a fire genasi, actually. <laughs> Earth genasi. Some of these genasi names are just kind of on the nose. Yeah. Alright, I think we're going to head over back to the two guys over at Item Shenanigans, right? Yep. And we're back! 
Okay. Now it's time for one more item shenanigan. All right. This, this item comes to us from the far future. Imagine you're in, well, the far future. Flying cars everywhere, some space bubbles in the sky, some underground stuff. <laughs> stuff underground. And there's, there's little bubbles of water, and people are living underwater, aqua bases. Ooh. Everything's, everything's really sleek and blue. And the, and the kids are flying around in their hover packs and such. Ah, uh, snotty kids. What? Snotty kids. <laughs> yep. When will they ever learn that hovercraft on for flying? Now, military technology has also advanced with the times, sadly. But that is not always a thing to complain about, because this military technology not only looks cool, but it's deadly. This is the laser gun. <laughs> okay. This thing is beautiful. It's the same blue and white chrome theme that permeates the rest of this world. The same blue and white chrome theme that permeates the rest of this world. With a twist. It doesn't kill people, per se. It packs such a punch to them that they're incapacitated and paralyzed, unable to move. Giving the them the um, stunned condition. Um, it's a very interesting item to be sure, but is there any sort of settings so that you can make it so that it is deadly in case you have some reason for it? Yes. It requires the fingerprint code of your commanding officer and you, and a written statement saying... I will not steal my commanding officer's working thumb. But what happens if it's an emergency? And you need to, for some reason, kill someone in an emergency instead of just stunning them and coming back later. There is a set of special codes that HQ can supply you immediately that unlocks the gun. That's really cool. Um... Also, because this is typically used in a perfect utopia, it's going to be very rarely used. But still, if there's some sort of riot over the leader of the utopia, it will probably be used. It could also be good for getting sources of food, if needed. For example, fish, or birds, if needed, I guess. Yes, but who <laughs> likes fish? Me. <laughs> I love fish. But that's off topic. So, your, your next door laser gun can be picked up at Tim McGraw's Laser Gun Futuristic Shop for $49.72. I just have one more question. What sound does it make when you shoot the gun? <laughs> That's a great sound. Yes. All right. I think that was pretty good. All right. Uh, that's all we've got time for today. So, 
Thank Thanks you for everyone. joining us. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed today's 3-2 Intelligence of episode of Dungeons & Dummies. See ya! Thank you. Bye.